Hi everyone and welcome to The Sound Seed. This is a branch of the Women's Fellowship in Manchester called The Seed. We aim to uproot lies and plant the truth through conversation. We have a sister fellowship in London. You can find out more information about this on www.lovelimitless.com. So let's begin. recording um with the wonderful the amazing the outstanding princess <laughs> you sorry i really thought you were going to introduce no, us there no, no. <laughs> oh really i was like oh i said it first last time I was like, let me give princess if she to say it the vim she came with i really thought she just wanted to say our names for us <laughs> or even sing our names by second Maybe in the next one, I'll, um, I'll write something. I'll write a rap or something like that to introduce everyone. <laughs> um, so, have you guys missed us? Because we sure have missed you um, with, you know, this whole social distance and stuff. Um, if we were to see, we just give you uh, like a, an elbow touch or a virtual high five or a fist bump if, you know, we're feeling friendly. Um, but today we're going to speak about evangelism. And um, so we had a month um, where we, you know, spoke about evangelism and specifically um, in this one, we're going to talk about faith. So what is faith, girls? Let's have a chat. What is faith? So um, for me, like songs really help me um, remember scripture. So there's a there's a song by Tasha Page Lockhart. I believe that's her last name, and it's called Faith. Um, and she sings, um, Faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. Um, and obviously, we know that's Hebrews 11, but it's just, yeah, I think that's that's the definition um, that most people go, go for, to be honest. But I think faith is, um, oh, it's the assurance. For me, I think faith is the assurance Um of things not yet seen because of who I'm looking to. Yeah. Sounds really strange, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's that's me. It's just having faith. I, I believe because of what I've, you know, I've seen and what I've, you know, experienced him, and that fuels my faith. Yeah, even in things not yeah. yet seen. Definitely, I couldn't have said it better myself. Neither could I. Thanks. <laughs> so this is all for today's. <laughs> You're not serious. <laughs> So one of the things that I really wanted to look at um, with evangelism was the fact that you can't really evangelize if you don't have a faith, can you? Like what are you actually talking about if you don't know what you're talking about? Um, and one of the things um, as an introvert, especially um, going through my mind was like, why do we actually need to do it? Can I not just like have a faith and then, you know, believe in God and love Jesus and all that good stuff and just like keep it to myself? Mm. Can I not? Because um, I don't particularly like chatting to random people. Um, I feel like it's the gifting of extroverts, you know, to, you know, just chat to random people. They like, you know, they get energy from them. So, you know, 
they have the gospel they want to share it they can do it but me an introvert let me just uh love jesus by myself um what do you think about that sorry repeat the question again yeah so my question was um as an introvert like can't we just leave it to the extroverts to evangelize can't we just love (laughs) privately do you know what? That's such a funny. Oh, sorry, Princess. If you want to say something, go for it. Um. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I I um lost my train of thoughts. Um. But yeah, I think definitely not <laughs> because the call of God um is actually for all of us. It's not based on personality types um or um preferences. Um. You know, the Great Commission. It's for all of us. Go out you know go out and make disciples um of all men and we are literally the extensions of heaven here on earth um Mm -hmm. we are representatives of the kingdom of god and like i said earlier the call is it's for all all god's children and not based on subgroups of personality types and preferences so definitely not (laughs) it's it's for all (laughs) hundred and just to add as well um i think oftentimes people say that because they limit evangelism evangelism to street evangelism yeah and they say oh my gosh you want me to evangelize you want me to go on the street and talk to random people i do not know oh my gosh oh my gosh and that is probably the worst fear for anyone that is um introverted and um gets kind of anxious with those things and i think if we have a different or even a broad definition of evangelism that it's ne- it's not necessarily just going on the street and talking to people but even in your workplace even in your attitude even in your behavior it's a form of evangelism it's a form of showing other people um or even representing christ in a different way and speaking yeah. about the gospel of jesus christ um so i think you know whenever if, if someone was to say that to me i would ask them what do, what do they think evangelism is where does it start mm. and where does it stop i think that would really mm. get to the root of their um their query that's so yeah good. it shouldn't limit them from going out but it's yeah but that's it's a starting conversation yeah that's amazing i'm um, sorry just as you were speaking if i got reminded of um you know the scripture where um one of the spiritual leaders was trying to trick jesus with a question and he asked him you know um who who should i be loving you know where he um he was at god he was at jesus we know the law and we need to love you know we need to love you with our heart with our soul with our mind and love our neighbor as we love ourselves and you know just like yeah that's correct and then he went on to ask him so who exactly is my neighbor and then the parable of um, the Good Samaritan was given, um, you know, a man who needed help and different people were walking past um, and not one of them from a, a priest um, to a, um, a Jew, different people were walking past him and not helping until, um, I can't remember who the last person was that decided to help him. Do you guys remember? The Samaritan. Was it the... Yeah, the Good Samaritan. So oh yeah, so it was a Samaritan. Oh gosh, <laughs> Lord help me. <laughs> so it was a Samaritan that eventually helped um um the the man that was seeking help. Um and Jesus pretty much saying, you know, by that you should know who your neighbor is. So anyone that you have around you who um 
we all have um, our different areas of influence, our world, what that looks like for us. And just going off what you were saying, Efe, that, you know, evangelism, it's not just about going out to the streets. Look at your world. How can you be reaching the people in your world and making Christ known? So I'm, re- I'm reminded of that story. You know, who is your neighbour? Who are the people around you? Mm-hmm. So in that story, it, it was just referring to the man that was on his path as his neighbor because he had walked past him mm-hmm. um so who are the people that are in close contact um with you so if you were to make like a diary of your life in a month's time and list everyone you're in communication to i would probably say that's a good summary of what your a good picture of what your world looks like and that asking yourself mm-hmm. how can i make christ known love that so just to add as well everyone's always adding uh-huh. um <laughs> But this is the seed. <laughs> oh, finish, and we will bear fruit. Um, so <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm I'm loving Jill Briscoe at the moment, and she said something so powerful. She said that the mission field is um, wherever your two feet are at any given time. And mm. I think when we have that perspective, um, we wouldn't hate the mundane. You know, we wouldn't hate the things that are not necessarily extraordinary you know we won't not hate but despise or envy other people that are doing quote-unquote extraordinary things or are in quote-unquote extraordinary places um but we'll just see things differently like wherever my feet will be is my mission field you know it's where Mm. i'm speaking to people it's where i'm um, encouraging people even in your home there's purpose there even while you're washing dishes bro you know so perspective um is so necessary and so key to um to live out the gospel um and not be envious of what everyone else is doing amazing yeah i just love that um everything that you've both said and the add-ons as well do you know what it's like subway you know you can add to your bread you've got your, your ham you've got your other meats and you've got your vegetables and you've got your sauce mm. and it just makes nice sub doesn't it you know just makes a nice succulent I miss, I miss my beard, man. honestly <laughs> like salami oh gosh pepperoni and ham and spicy cheese southwest cheat um oh please sweet onions and hearty italian bread toasted yes yep toasted so wake and wait um, so one scripture that sort of like sums up why we do what we do kind of thing um, is Second Corinthians. And it talks about how um, we have been given a task by God to reconcile people to him. Um, mm-hmm. For it was God doing this through Christ, reconciling the world himself. So it was him no longer counting people's sin against them. And he's given us the wonderful message of re- reconciliation mm-hmm. as Christ's ambassadors so um like Prinny said um loving your neighbors being practical enough if it helps you to know where you're currently stood where your um your land is where your people are the people that you're supposed to reach out to do that task and write down like the people that you interact with every day if that's really helpful Um, and there are three questions that really challenged me um during this sort of like um session the first one was like what do you believe and what is 
like the substance of your, your faith. Why do you believe what you believe kind of thing? Um, and a great resource is the Apostles' Creed. And it begins with, I believe in God, mm -hmm. the Father Almighty, um, heaven, uh, the creator of heaven and the earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, the Son, our Lord. And it just basically, um, it's a compact version of the, the whole Bible, but it really punches in everything we believe um as christians um, and there's a bit where it talks about the, the the holy catholic church and you might be thinking i'm not catholic neither am i um according to our understanding but catholic um in the creed anyway um it goes back to the greek meaning whole so the whole church um, and we are part of the whole church we are part of the body and christ is coming back soon for us yeah. um so it actually drums into us what it is we believe and then the next question is why do you be believe what you believe um and one of the things that really helps me is um testimonies mm -hmm. um i'm the kind of person when i listen to someone's testimony it feels like i'm watching a rom-com like you're just your heart's just like beating really quickly you're just like oh my god god you're so great <laughs> um and you're really happy and you're really living in that moment and you're able to stand um upon somebody else's testimony but it also fuels you just to be like wow it's not just me that's having these experiences or um god isn't just real to me as well so it really sort of like pushes you um to be like what i believe is actually sure and it's not just me but everyone else is doing it as well um and lastly like what is our response like if we know um what we believe we believe in god the father son and the holy spirit the fact that jesus died and was resurrected um to save us from our sins da, 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 da. Um, and we believe what we believe because of you know the fact that we are new creations that the old self and the new self are completely different um for me i was thinking today like if someone had found a cure for cancer or um if someone found a miracle cure to grow your edges i best believe that everyone would be talking mm. about it but we have something so much better we have eternal life mm. we have been saved um, and that is enough reason to rave and rant about it because it is something that isn't just going to save us momentarily um, but has saved us um, and is saving us for the rest of our entire lives um, so those three questions and um, wherever you are note them down and really ask yourself that question these questions um, and really ponder on them and um, because I think for like people that are afraid of like reaching out to people um, afraid of not knowing what to say and things like that it will really give you somewhere to start from and no one is saying Go and stand out in the streets unless God is, wakes you up in the night and tells you, of course. Um, but it starts from somewhere and you can always be a voice to someone that needs to hear it. Yeah. Do you know, I love that you said that. You said, um, you know, if, 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 if we find a cure for cancer, everyone that needed treatment would get that cure, right? And in the same way, when yeah. we find, uh, you know, a vaccine for corona, because it's a worldwide pandemic, you know yeah. everyone in the world is going to receive this vaccine and because sin mm. is a worldwide um problem we know that jesus is the vaccine right wow. we teach and the way we um proclaim him is not because we have found what what only belongs to us but as mm. we know that he is the answer and the response to the aching groaning uh, desperation mm. that the world is crying out for and that's how we're to yeah, for um for for the gospel that's our motivation for even sharing the gospel 
mm -hmm. recognize that sin is in every man's heart you know it doesn't matter about location you know it doesn't matter about gender it doesn't matter about age but the same way this um this um disease is getting to everyone is the same way sin is is getting to everyone it's the same way that when we have a vaccine everyone's want to everyone's going to want to get a hold of it right you know yeah. yeah that's that's just my thought i think i heard that somewhere and i just wanted to repeat because it, it really just um links into what you said so beautifully lisa oh that's amazing um it almost just makes me ask myself a question of okay so the times where i find myself a bit more reluctant to share the good news with people when an opportunity arises you know if i'm using the um explanation or the example that you've just given about a pandemic a virus and once we have a cure everyone wants to scream it out because it's a, it's something that's affecting the whole world mm. um, and we know that there is a need for a cure there is a need for some good news um you know so when we do find ourselves in situations where we are a bit reluctant to share would you say it's stems from a from us being insecure or us being um unsure of that which we want to share and um, so for example if we were to use the example of cancer and us feeling like we've found um the answer um whenever someone then feels okay i'm a bit reluctant to tell this person it could save their life what's that rooted in is it the fact that we're unsure or um it's something that maybe we've just not experienced for ourselves so we're a bit oh maybe i shouldn't because it's important we identify what the root yeah. i know fear is definitely one of them but are there any other root reasons that we think really stops people from reaching out yeah i think self is another root reason i think oftentimes whenever we are um facing a situation where we can evangelize the first thing to think mm. about is not the other person it's ourself it's yeah. how are they going to view me you know how going yeah. to these friends or how is this going to affect the relationship that we have it's all like whatever excuse you have is often focused on self um, mm. and not the big picture and not the reason for the gospel not the power of the gospel and the power in the name of jesus christ so i think that's definitely a reason where people have looked so um yeah they've just been so focused on self and be so in self a bit and have been so selfish that they haven't um they haven't shared the gospel when they should have. Wow. Mm. So the whole essence of the gospel has nothing to do with us. No. Well. Basically. It doesn't. Like, if, like even the power to save it is not in our mm. hands, you know. It's his name. Click on my fingers. Click on my toes. <laughs> you know, it's in his name that men are saved. That's you know, right. it's his name That's that is above right. every other name. It's his name. Yeah. that every knee shall bow you know and it's his is in his name that we are cleansed from all unrighteousness and it's even his righteousness that is, is imputed upon us it's nothing to do mm. with us and i think as you said we think we are the we, we just get in the middle of it get in, yeah get in the middle and we think oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh what are they gonna think about me oh my gosh oh my gosh, gosh. Oh my gosh. what if i say something wrong you know um I'm going to mess up their journey to salvation. You're not that mm. strong, you know? You you don't have that much power to keep someone from God. So I think, you know, even just kind of speaking and telling ourselves and reminding, like, hey, yes, whatever I am telling myself in this moment, I'm, I'm looking to self to help and not unto mm. God. Wow. Well, 
God, I'm so sorry for the times I've made the good news about myself. <laughs> We've done it, haven't we? Yeah. yeah yeah that's a this is a whole nother food for thought yeah. is it just to sit back and think about when have we actually made it about ourselves um trying to tick a box trying to make ourselves feel great trying to make our reputation not to look a certain way but when it in actual facts this was like the biggest yeah. rescue mission ever yeah. and you're just a small part of it but god wants you mm. to be a part of it mm. but it's you kind of thing mm. um and that sort of frees us to know that we can't save but god yeah. can yeah yeah so i hope that as you're listening you're really thinking about these things and really use it as an opportunity to look at your internal world and just um really see why you've just been like it's all about me it's all about me it's all about me and really mm. repent um, and ask God for forgiveness that he will um, show you these areas um, so that you can actually move on um, and um, get a clear understanding of who God is and who you are in him and how we mm. get to be co-heirs. And as a co-heir, you get to do your father's business, which means sharing, sharing about him, sharing about his son um, and to consider that a privilege and if it isn't something that is a privilege to you now something that you're afraid of that is also something that you can take into prayer mm-hmm. um, because god wants to do this with you he wants to partner mm-hmm. with you and hopefully one day it will be a delight for you even if it doesn't feel like one right yeah. now amen. amen um i'm actually reminded um about the lyrics of a song um just as we were speaking about how you know it's all about him not about us um i can't remember the name of the song but i remember the lyrics so i'm just gonna um talk them out um and it says savior he can move the mountains our god is mighty to save he is mighty to save forever he is the author of salvation he rose and he conquered the grave jesus conquered the grave hallelujah Hallelujah. and that's mighty to save by hillsong united um so play it mule over it um i'm definitely going to listen back to this podcast like this session um to remind myself of what truly matters um so thank you so much ladies thank you thank you so thank you so much for listening and yeah we will catch you on the next one Bye. bye bye So this has been the Sound Seed. Thank you so much for listening. And remember to keep pursuing truth through conversation and community. See you on the next episode.